Dare, lead, change, combat, revolution, action, uprising, inspiration, fire, in spirit, future. Hey, it's Tisha Chu, and you're listening to Be The Change. You'll hear conversations with leaders, shakers, and changemakers. We talk hard-hitting topics and general banter, making space for conversations about a positive future and igniting the power within us to be the change. I'd like to start by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land in which I am recording today the Gujimbara people of the Bundjalung Nation, and pay my respects to Elders past and present. I acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and that this country always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Hi everyone and welcome to Be The Change Northern Rivers. I'm your host, Sisha Chu. Today, we'll be connecting with Lydia Thorpe, a Gunai Gunajimara woman, Australian politician, businesswoman, and human rights, forest, and climate activist. In 2020, Lydia became the first federal Aboriginal senator for the state of Victoria and the first federal Aboriginal representative for the Greens. Lydia fights for those who have been silenced. She is the change. Hi, Lydia. Thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'm going to start off by asking you five fast favourites. What is your favourite food? I would have to say pho. Yum. What is your favourite movie? My all-time favourite movie when I was growing up was Grease. I just love Grease Lightning. So good. Such a good movie. What is your favourite place? My favourite place is being on country, on Japarung country, and the the landscape and the and beautiful Gara word uh, just up from Japarung country. So being on my own country. Beautiful. And what is your favorite way to relax? Being on country. It's my relaxation, it's my healing, it's my meditation. What is your favorite song? Country band, I think it is. But I've loved that song all my life. Black boy, black boy. <laughs> the color of your skin is your pride and joy. So how did your journey with advocating for change begin? It began, I suppose, as a, as a toddler, listening to the conversations of my old people and always being amongst those yarns about strategy and resistance and how we were going to survive as Aboriginal people in this country. So... You know, at five, I started protesting and and called out the injustice from primary school and continue to do it to, to today. So it started very young. It started in the Black Panther movement back in the late 60s, early 70s. And it was a time of an uprising of Aboriginal people having a strong voice. Absolutely. And did you always want to be a senator for parliament and represent the Greens? No way. No way did I ever think about being a politician. It's not a career option that I've chosen. It's just something that has happened. And I think now for very good reasons. And I believe that my ancestors are guiding me on this journey that since I came into this world and that I'm there for a reason. So you know, I've been a Victorian parliamentarian and now being a federal senator only gives me a greater platform to do what I've always been doing. 
Definitely. And it's so great that you do have that platform now to really like speak out and share your voice. And can you tell me why it's so important to obtain recognition and justice for First Nations people? It's so important because we have to come together as a nation. We have to unite this nation. We've been divided for almost 250 years. It's it's never been any different. The oppression, the dispossession and the massacres that have occurred on these lands right across the country is a part of our, our dark history that no one wants to talk about. So I think we have to go through some pain of acknowledging what's happened and how that has affected Aboriginal people in this country right through to 2021. We can't reconcile, we can't unite, we have to address the invasion. You know, the invasion happened and everyone says get over it. People say you've got the apology and it's usually non-Aboriginal people saying this, right, because they don't understand the real history of this country. We need a treaty that can be the mechanism that can truly unite us as a people and look forward to something that, you know, look forward to a day or a week or our future to celebrate the beautiful country we do live in, how Aboriginal people have looked after this country since time immemorial. Exactly. And I just, everything that you said there was so like powerful. And I especially think when I was looking at like a lot of the posts for Invasion Day and Change the Date and things, there were always comments which were just like, get over it and stuff like that. And it's so hard to battle against that. Well, it's also good to see how other people are thinking and and how much work we need to actually do to bring those people along on the journey. You know, your education about the true history of this country, older generations in this country weren't fortunate to have the real history taught in their education system. So they've been denied the truth through the racist educational system that they were raised in. And it's now time to re-educate these people and bring them in on the journey. Definitely. With Invasion Day coming up on the 26th, can you tell me why it's so essential that we really take action to acknowledge the real history of Australia and abolish the date? It's extremely important and what we are celebrating here as a country. And I don't think people truly understand that. And that's why it is important for rallies to happen on the 26th of January. It's important to have dawn services on this day of mourning. William Cooper, one of our elders who led protests on the 26th of January 1938, called for a day of mourning on that day. Uh, We need to continue the legacy of our old people and fight for this day to be a day of mourning so that people can have a moment to reflect on what's happened and feel some of the pain that we feel so that we can move forward to remember and remind ourselves that the injustice still goes on in 2021. 
you know, a, a war was declared on our people by the, the colonisers and it hasn't stopped. It's, it's never ended and we only need to look at the statistics of the situation that Aboriginal people are in in our own country to see that that war has never ended against us and it's, it's time that that war is ended and that we come together for peace and treaty is a mechanism to do that. For sure. And I really hope that we can all come together to create that change. How can listeners take action on these issues of justice? Well, first and and foremost, it's not one day of one year. It's 365 days that we need to take action. And you can take action by educating yourself on the true history of this country, but educating your family, your friends, your workmates, and using your places of influence to educate people on what's happened in this country and how we can move forward together. So now on the 26th of January at our rallies, being COVID safe, of course, and and following the COVID rules, if you do attend those rallies, wear black on the 26th of, of January to mark a day of mourning and pay the rent for being on stolen land. You know, people say that happened so long ago, get over it. But our land was stolen from us. We weren't allowed to speak our language. We had our resources stolen from us and continue to have those resources stolen from us. So stolen gold, stolen coal, stolen gas, the list goes on. So it's about calling that out also and turning it around. Look at what will bring people together and that is truth. That is some pain along the way, but it's also about healing. We don't have a leader, unfortunately, in this country that will acknowledge the true history. So it's people power that will change this. And I encourage you all to step up, wear an Aboriginal flag, stick to truth-telling and treaty. We can't do wrong by following those simple measures and turning up, calling it out, calling out white privilege, calling out racism. It's something that will not only benefit Aboriginal people, but it will benefit all of us uh, who live in this country today. Absolutely. And that's wonderful advice. Is there anything else that you would like to mention today? And I think young people need to have more of a platform in this country because young people are tomorrow's leaders. You know, think about running for parliament. Think about running for positions of power because you are our future and you have the opportunity to change this nation. That's great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lydia, for spending time with me today and connecting about this issue. If you want to hear more from Lydia, you can follow her on Instagram. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Be The Change, conversations about important issues with changemakers from all around the world. As young people, we have the ability to initiate our own positive future. Remember, you can wish for change or you can be the change.